Hello and welcome to Shelf Confidence, a podcast brought to you by the Pennsylvania Food Merchants Association that focuses on trends and innovations in the food and beverage retail industry. I'm Liz Kemery, your host, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Katie Gallagher, who is a spokesperson for Bracey's ShopRate Supermarkets. Today we'll be chatting about how Bracey's works to meet a variety of needs in its community. Hey Katie, how are you this morning? Hi Liz, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thanks for being on. I I look forward to chatting about some of these great initiatives you have going on. What is it that you do for Bracey's? So I joined Bracey's in 2016. I actually joined as the ShopRite retail dietitian for their stores. First time that they brought on a, a, a retail dietitian. And I did that for exclusively for three years. And it was my primary role as offering things like healthy food demos, nutrition consultations, events out in the community or classes in store. And then the pandemic hit and kind of flipped our program on its head. So we weren't able to do a lot of the day-to-day activities because they involved such close interaction with customers. While a lot of people, employers were sending people home if they weren't, you know, doing their normal jobs, uh, the Brave Seas really utilized every resource they had to fill in gaps where they needed them. So I happened to be one of those displaced employees, kind of. So I was able to pick up other odd jobs around the store and, you know, really help wherever it was needed. And I should also note that during this time prior to the pandemic, the Bracey's were planning to, were in construction on their third shop rate location. And so they had a lot of need to kind of do, get things going. So I helped a lot with making sure that our customers um, and the public we were maintaining our communications with them really well since I was already so versed in, you know, communicating with customers on a regular basis and, you know, shift, shifting the dietitian program online where I could and helping our hiring center and also just taking on more of a public relations role. So that's kind of where I've landed right now. And so I do the dietitian position as well as public relations. That sounds actually like that was a really great shift for you and for Bracey's, given sort of the environment that we all ended up in in the last couple of years. Right. Yeah. They definitely took a creative approach and they've had to just because of, you know, that where have just the state of employee employment with the pandemic and then people not wanting to come into work or not able to come into work. um, We had to get a little creative with what we were doing with our resources. Now, Bracey's is a family-run grocery store chain, and you guys operate in Northeast Pennsylvania. And what is it that you would say that really sets Bracey's apart from other area grocery stores? So Bracey's is a ShopRite, and ShopRites are, uh, it's a cooperative, meaning that each store is individually owned and operated um, by a different family. The Bracey's have three locations. They They have their Daleville location, Mount Pocono, and also their newest location in Moosic, Pennsylvania. And being a part of a cooperative is really an asset for the supermarket on so many levels. We're able to, you know, do bulk buying and keep our uh, pricing competitive with big box stores. We have more reliable product from our warehouses. We also get support in so many ways, whether it's advertising or marketing or buying or things like that from the cooperative as well. In addition to that, we have such great quality product. We have fresh product, variety, and like I mentioned, competitive pricing. Um, We have two private labels that are, you know, so unique. We have our Wholesome Pantry line, which is uh, inclusive of our organic line. 
It's a free from wine too, which means that it's free from artificial flavors, colorants, preservatives, things like that, that people are paying, paying more attention to these days. And then we also have our bowl and basket line, which is our everyday private label that offers a lot of innovation as well as great quality products at prices that our customers are comfortable with. Like I mentioned, fresh product, you know, whether it's produce, our meats, or even our fish. ShopRite's one of the few supermarkets in the country that has its own fishery out in uh, New Jersey, which is so cool. We're able to process everything. Our buyers are on the docks on a you know daily basis, inspecting the fish that is coming off of the off of the waters and getting it to us within such a quick turnaround. We we get our seafood on a daily basis, so you know it's fresh quality. In addition to that, I mean we just have we have such a great team at ShopRite. They offer amazing customer service. And, you know, there's other elements to ShopRite as well, things like giving back to the community, which I know we're going to talk a little bit more about. But ShopRite has what's called a Partners in Caring program, which its primary goal is to eliminate hunger in our local communities. So anytime that it's a year-long campaign that we're raising funds that are directly poured back into our own communities. So rather than just being kind of like blanketed to any organization, it, it does go directly back to our community, which is so great. That's awesome. And it really sounds like you guys have sort of the best of both worlds. I mean, you are, you know, a a local grocery store that knows and understands the needs of its community with the support of something that's a little bit larger in, you know, the shop rate community. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it allows us to be, you know, unique. If you walk into one shop, right, you've walked into one shop, right? It's kind of like the going comment that people make because every single shop rate looks a little bit different whether it's because they have local product or just like the design is slightly different. So even among the three stores that Bracey's have, they all have a slightly different look And when you walk in there. And even, you know, you're going to see local products that are coming from businesses that you may already support in the community. So as you sort of think about the individuality of these stores and, you know, the people that work there and, and the offerings that you guys have, what is it that you, you know, the Bracey's sort of hopes that its customers think of when they think of Bracey's ShopRite supermarkets? I was thinking about this question. So I think in so many ways, it's, you know, their commitment to the community. They work and live in this community. So it's so important to, that they're able to provide something that is of quality and that they're also giving back to the community at the same time. They take great pride in supporting their local organizations, programs, and charities, and also just being a great business. I remember when I first started, a lot of our conversation in my interview was just about why being involved in the community was so important to each of us. So it's definitely at the forefront of their minds. You know, a shopping experience that is enjoyable for customers and also making sure that they have reliable food that they can um, come to the store and get, which is, but was so important, especially during the pandemic, making sure that they, we could get the product to our shelves so that they could take it home to their families. There's other ways as well that, you know, ShopRite as a whole works to improve the communities too. Just having a dietitian program, for example, and focusing on wellness is such a great asset to our customers. And it's, I should mention, it's, it's complimentary to our customers. It's not something they're having to show me insurance for or to pay any sort of cost to utilize the service. So focusing on wellness or focusing on our impact on the environment, fighting hunger in our communities. There's so many ways that we are giving back in terms of trying to fight hunger or food insecurities among our customers in our community. And, you know, as you mentioned, community is important and you guys have several initiatives. 
many initiatives going on. And there's a few of those that we wanted to point out and talk about today. This January, Bracey started an awesome new program where you're working with students who have special needs and trying to um, get them used to what's coming in the workforce. So can you tell me a little bit about how that program started, how it works and who it involves? So this program started with conversations with our local schools. So North Pocono and Riverside were the two schools that we began the conversation with um, because they align with our Daleville and our music locations. And really the conversation was, they had students who were had some sort of disability, but they're they're able to perform tasks, right? And so they're trying to set them up so that when they leave school, because obviously they're not going to stay in school in their entire life, that they're set up to be productive or have something in their lives that they can continue to work on. They also involve the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, which uh, they call refer to as OVR, and their mission is just to help. Uh, Pennsylvanians with disabilities to secure and maintain employment in their own independence. So it's a collaboration among the three. We, you know, obviously we have jobs that people can do. So we take in some students, the school and OVR is there to offer support in whatever way they can to the students. The students are able to get real life experience working whatever job it is. The teachers can kind of help and fine tune anything that they need on the backside. So maybe they're not quite getting one piece of the job. They can take it back to school and work and function and, you know, focus on that job so that they feel more comfortable when they come into the workplace. So this this is the first year that we've started this program. It's the launch year and we have about 10 students, two locations, and hopefully it's going to grow from here. We're, We're really excited to be able to have this partnership because education is such an important element to the Bracey's. They, they find it so, so important to be able to invest in education, whether it's for you know the community or for their own associates, whatever it is. It's such a key element to help people to grow and become what they want to. That's an excellent opportunity for them. In addition to just sort of learning the skills and preparing, what are some of the other benefits that you see for the students who can take part in this program? Well, just in general, I think this program is such it's such a feel-good program. Like, it not only makes the students feel proud that they're able to complete the tasks, but like our fellow associates or even the customers that are that see these students in stores, it just gives them such a good feeling. You know, for the students, obviously, it's giving them critical skills that will help them to move forward in their their lives. And hopefully for us, you know, we're, we always hope that we are able to maintain the relationship and hopefully they stay on long term with us. Grace's has a lot of long term employees to begin with, but it would be great to be able to maintain some of these connections based on the skills that these students are learning now. Yeah, we'll have to keep in touch with you on that and just sort of see, to see how it grows and, you know, how many people are able to learn and benefit from that because it is such a great program to have. And, you know, you mentioned that Bracey's is really involved in promoting education and being there for the schools. And so another great program that has started with Bracey's, I believe you were approached by the director of health from Mount Pocono School District about creating a high school food pantry. And I know it's a little early in the process, but I think you guys have, you know, kept the initiative going and, and, and seen it sort of launch, uh, you know, from asked to now um, implementation. So what is it that you can share about that program and, and what that's doing for local schools? Pocono West and East schools, Mount Pocono West and East schools approached um, our ShopRite location in Mount Pocono. Obviously, that's the closest one. Um, and they, they are in, in partnership with the St. Luke's uh, Monroe County campus. 
because they received a grant to be able to place a food pantry inside of the high schools. So there's two separate pantries for each school. And they approached us seeing if, you know, how, how could we, how could we help them to keep it maintained? And so, you know, we're able to provide a discount to them so that they're able to fill that pantry with the supplies that they need using that grant. Literally just launched it this past month. So they have the pantries live in both schools. Students are able to use, use utilize the pantries as often as they need to. The, the school and St. Luke's are really thought about it thoroughly and, you know, wanted to provide students with the ability to keep it discreet if they needed to use it. So even the bags that they're taking the products home with are different colors or different styles so that it's not like they have a target on their back, like I'm using the food pantry. Take away the stigma behind you using that kind of resource as needed. And it's for them, it's anonymous. They, you know, they sign their their student number that they're using it more so just so that if it's, you know, a student that maybe is using it more often, let us take a let's take a look and see if there's other ways that we can help the student. So it's meant to be kind of, you know, as private as it as it can be for the students, but also just a resource that unfortunately is needed, but it's such a great location for them and to have access to. They're already in school. They can just go and grab what they need whenever they need it. That is fantastic. And, and it is unfortunate that it's necessary, but I love how thoughtful that everybody involved is, you know, is being when approaching this because it is, t- I mean, it's tough for adults to, you know, sometimes have to go stand to get groceries for the week because they're just in a tough spot. So I'm sure in a high school setting, that's really tough, but it makes sense. Like you said, it's a perfect opportunity to get those items to them that are needed. Have you found in working on this initiative, are you seeing that the community sees that need? Do they understand there's a situation there where, unfortunately, you know, there are kids who are in that much need in the school district? I don't know how it's being that it's so new. I don't know how aware the community is that the program is even going on right now. Hopefully it will, you know, continue to grow and be there as a resource long term if they need it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Obviously everyone is, it's a little bit harder to buy groceries these days because everything is a little bit more expensive or gas is a little bit higher. Um, So there's definitely a need for these types of services because people are just struggling a little bit more to get the food to the table. So having these resources wherever they are needed is what we're going to focus on as much as we can, because at the end of the day, we want to combat that hunger that exists in our community because it's going to lead to having more productive citizens at the end of the day. Absolutely. Well, and it's interesting because grocery, of course, is a staple. We all need to be able to access good and healthy food. Of course, you're aware of that in your position in both, you know, as a dietitian and as a spokesperson for Bracey's, but it took on like a whole nother level over the last two years when there were so many barriers thrown up between getting to a grocery store was the, you know, what were the hours, you know, what are the, the, there's inflation, there's, you know, supply issues or whatever the case might be, which just sort of compounds, you know, whatever might, might have already been happening for some of these families. So, you know, just kind of like seeing that need and seeing that need grow and knowing that you guys can participate in, in hopefully alleviating some of those issues. Um, how does that make you and Bracey's feel about, you know, being part of of this initiative and, and really just having to do it? I mean, knowing that there is that much of a need there in the community. It, I mean, it's definitely for us, we, we are so proud to be able to be part of this initiative um, that we're in a position to be able to help them uh, with get this 
started and going. Even just as the dietitian, like I can, I look at it from with from just a different perspective in terms of like, you know, what else can I offer them? I know obviously we're we're helping them get the groceries to, to the the pantry, but are there other resources that maybe I can provide? You know, whether it's like a quick recipe that's you know really cost effective, or maybe it's highlighting the nutrients that they're going to find in a certain food that maybe they wouldn't have tried normally. So I, I come at it with from that angle to try to see how else can we make this even even more of a benefit to the people who need to utilize it, and also try to take away some of that stigma. Like you know, canned fruits and vegetables are just as good as fresh fruits and vegetables. So you know there's so many layers to it, um, but we we are certainly so proud to be able to be able to help on this project for sure. Well, and, you know, again, you guys have jumped in in many areas, um, not just over the last two years, but as needed as they come up. But, uh, you know, during COVID, one of the things that Bracey's was able to do for its community um, in conjunction with Toyota of Scranton was to organize a drive through food giveaway. So what was it that you were able to put together with Toyota? What was the the actual like food drive like and, and how many people were you sure. able to serve through that? Sure. So, and I should also mention uh, Johnson College was another uh, one of our partners there. So it was the co- collaboration between Shoprite, Johnson College, and Toyota of Scranton. So on our side, we they gave us you know their shopping list of what they wanted to kind of put together as a meal. Shoprite donated all the food that went to the food drive. Toyota and Johnson College they used their forces to help pre- pre- prepare the food, which I should mention was a turkey uh, like a turkey turkey dinner. So they had turkey, mashed potatoes, kind of all the fixings there. And so Toyota and Johnson College with their students, because they're so focused on giving back to the community as well. We held the the drive on Johnson's campus. It was a drive-through contactless because we were kind of in the height of being in the pandemic. We were all just looking for a way to do something for our community, right? And so obviously getting food to people who needed it was really important, like we just mentioned before, because there were so many variables up in the air. You know, am I going to be able to make it to the grocery store? you know, maybe I'm not used to cooking for myself. So whoever needed it, it was kind of open to the public. Johnson and Toyota uh, packaged up the meals. Uh, I was there for the the give out day and we went through 250 meals in just a short, like two hour window. So it was very cool to be a part of and to be able to, to, to have that, um, fulfill that need during that time. And like you mentioned, you know, we're always open to giving back to the community wherever we can. This was just a good opportunity at the time. And it just made so much sense because we could help to provide the food, get it to the people when they needed it. And at the end of the day, have people that got meals that they needed. It really seems like, you know, anything that comes up, if you're, you know, if you're asked or you kind of see an opportunity, like Bracey's jumps on it to just be all in to help, which is fantastic. So how would you share, you know, what the values of your business are? What is it that you guys really want people to see is, you know, the mission and the values of Bracey's? Um, So, I mean, I think there's several layers to that. So at the store level, obviously quality products, you know, we're, we're, we work together as a team. So there's a strong teamwork um, element. Um, We work with integrity. We want to make sure that our customers, you know, are getting what they need. But then also there's that community side. So, you know, they're really invested in education. That's a huge component of what they, you know, look to give back to the community in whatever way they can. And having that community involvement is really, really an integral part of the ShopRite program in general. Like I mentioned, we have that shop, the Partners in Caring program that runs year long. Um, But 
it really is focused on giving back to the community as well as, you know, my, the dietitian role where I'm looking for different community partners that we can kind of find ways to make health and well-being an everyday topic uh, so that people are incorporating it into their lives. So there's so many elements of just finding ways to enhance the community in general, but definitely it's on the foundation of good business, integrity, hard work, all of those values are really important. Would you say, is there any one particular effort or milestone that really sticks out to you as something that you or Bracey's are particularly proud of? I would say for me, I think just getting music up and running the third Chaparral location was such a huge milestone. They had construction started prior to the pandemic. No one saw this coming. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it flipped everything on its head. It was hard to get materials. It was hard to get inspections done. It was like just overall, it was just such a logistical challenge just to get through every phase of the construction to get to the point where they were able to open. So I see that as being something that they should be especially proud of because it just involved so many hurdles. And then on top of that, once it was at the point where it was ready to open, staffing the store, because again, we were in a period where people were scared to go to work. So many logistical challenges, they really should be proud of being able to get that up and running and being successful with the opening of the new store. And on top of that, not only did they get the store up and running, but they also made a donation of $10,000 to the local Weinberg Food Bank as kind of a demonstration of their commitment to fighting hunger in that in the music community. So overall, it was just like such a good feeling when they're able to get it open. That's what I would say is what I'm most proud of for them. <laughs> it seemed like it was a great celebration for Bracey's to get there, but also like the community feedback was awesome. People seemed very enthusiastic and excited to really, you know, have that available and to be able to actually, you know, finally shop at that new store. So that's great. Yeah. And not to mention like it, it completely flipped like this property that was just kind of sitting really run down. Nothing was really in there. A couple of shops here and there, but nothing like not a main attraction store. So being able to kind of flip the, the whole plaza and really bring it back to life is something that I think they should also be very proud of because there it used to be a thriving business uh, area and then just kind of sat latent for a little while. So it's nice to see that it's vibrant, it's bustling, there's people coming in, there's new storefronts there. It's just a really exciting time in music. Bracey's, as we've discussed, has been doing some really awesome things. And there's, it sounds like there's, uh, you know, great programs started and continuing. We look forward to hearing more results from those. Is there anything else that you guys have coming down the pike that we should keep an ear out for? Yeah, there's always something coming down the pike. <laughs> Off the top of my head, we have some renovations going on in our Daleville store. So we'll be expanding upon the, shop, the online shopping front which is really exciting because that was, you know, that really took off with the pandemic. So they're going to see that expansion and update, which is something they're all very excited for too. Community-wise, we have, we'll be sponsoring the Johnson College Golf Tournament. Like I mentioned, they're one of our strong partners in the community. Um, so we're looking forward to, you know, having a nice, fun event that people can actually come out to <laughs> this year. Yeah, thankfully, now we can start doing that. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So uh, lots more to come. Um, I'm sure that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's always so many uh, events and things coming up. So stay tuned and we will certainly have more to talk about in the future. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being on, Katie. It was really nice to catch up with you and hear more about what's going on with Bracey's. And I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Liz. Again, it was such a pleasure to be here. 
Tune in in two weeks as we talk to Chris Hartman at Rudders about why it's important for convenience stores to connect with their communities. If you enjoy Shelf Confidence, please subscribe and share. Thanks for listening.